0: What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Alternate Reality, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am one of your hosts, Pharaoh, and I am joined, as always, by Muggin. Yo, 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 yo. What is up?
1: Oh, you know, life. That's true. The universe. That's true. Everything.
0: All true. Forty-two.
1: <laughs>
0: well, we do have um, some couple a couple of people listening with us uh, today, so big shout out to Drew Tang and Duckman. They're always uh, yeah. joining us, looking for some good times. So thank you yes. very much. Um, good old patron hangout. That's right. Let me go ahead and do my shameless shilling really fast. Uh, hopefully, this is <laughs> quick and easy. But I've been tongue tied all day, so let's see how it goes. Um all right, so first of all, uh, thank you all very much for supporting us. To all you patrons out there, we really, really appreciate it, especially the ones joining us live right now. Uh, make sure to go to patreon.com forward slash a pod for any uh, information on any of those tiers. And then, of course, you can go to our Discord to support us. Discord.me forward slash a has a whole bunch of different channels, so you can join in there. And then uh, another free way to support us is to just go to um, wherever you listen to your podcast, preferably Apple Podcast or Spotify, and give us a five-star review there. Any help is always vastly appreciated. All right. Uh Sweet, nice, short, and simple. There we go. Um, Nice, nice. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump right back in. So movies and TV, Um, we did already talk about Elemental. We're going to do it again now, but we did uh, do a little deep dive on it for our uh, pre-show patron chat. So if you're interested in that, you know know where to go check it out. But yeah, so what did you think of Elemental overall?
1: I liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, I think I thought it was way better than I had expected it to be. Um, So that was super nice. And then, um, yeah, I just I thought they did a good job with like, you know, what they were trying to say and and how they were doing it, and the story made sense, and the voice acting was really good. And I just think overall, I thought overall was good. Yeah. What about you?
0: Yeah, I was same boat. Uh, Also walked in thinking that it was going to be pretty silly. and then and I also heard that it was a flop too so that did inspire a lot of confidence but then yeah I watched it and I was um very pleasantly surprised I thought it was a great movie I thought it had you know what I what I mentioned before which was like it had a a good message but it just wasn't overbearing like a lot of um you know the agenda check markets are these days whether I agree with them or not like it's just like just don't beat me over the head with it, you know. And so I felt like this one was actually subtle enough. It worked on multiple mm-hmm. levels, um, and so yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was really good. It definitely achieved what what it set out for, and it had an incredibly good love story in it. That um, you know, once again, we we talked about before. It, it seems like movies are really having a harder and harder time. Um, encapsulating romance like it did before in a way that's believable to the audience member. And I feel like it's a lot. Of, it's really bogged down by a, a lot of, like, meta-politics. And so... Um, but this one, it, it, you could really feel it. You know, the voice actors did an, a, a crazy good job with their voice acting. So, yeah, everything just turned up aces for this movie. It is a, a shame that it flopped as hard as it did because... I would love to actually see a sequel for this one. They they left a lot of space to do more with it. I feel like, and uh, mm-hmm. that I can't imagine
1: that happening with these numbers. Yeah, I mean it's their lowest box office release ever yeah. for Pixar. So, um, but their movies have been on decline for quite a while as yeah. far as money. You know, um, so who knows? Maybe you know they they went streaming only for so long. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, I honestly hope that it really like maybe get some kind of a revival in whenever it goes to streaming, you know, um, that's my only hope for it.
1: Yeah. I think Pixar also is, is that, you know, they're trying to come out with new IP as opposed to milk IP that already everybody loves, you Mm -hmm. know, like just, they're not just spitting out toy story movies over and over and over again. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, I think that's, has, you know, it's toll on their, on their, uh, their bottom line, probably a little bit, but right. I'd rather them be, you know, telling new and compelling stories than just like trying to milk money out of everybody. So we'll I see agree. What happens.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking like, uh, you know, I, I compare that over to Disney, who has, you know, milked the same thing a thousand different ways, and I'm I'm just so done with them. So <laughs> I, I do really appreciate them um, always trying to step up and being uh, innovative. You know, whether whether it's win or lose, so. Yeah. Um it's admirable. But yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the next one here. Uh so the flash, did you see that?
1: No. I mean, I I won't be seeing Brett. it cuz I don't give a shit, but Um <laughs> I watched the pitch meaning.
0: <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll say this about it. Um I think I ended up liking it a a bit more than I thought I was going to, but it was not it wasn't great. Um but it really did a much better job. I think the like past like the thirty percent mark, like that first thirty percent of the movie was, ugh, it was hard to get mm-hmm. behind. Um, and man, those those special effects, oh god, in that movie, I, I don't know what happened, but I have heard that it was a it was a stylistic choice by the director, but I can't imagine anyone wanting a shitty CGI look as a style. Cause it just looks like really terrible CGI. Mm-hmm. And they did it like oh. all the way throughout. So it, it, it was so bad, dude. It was crazy. Um, so yeah, was not a big fan of that part. Um, there's definitely like a lot of stuff that I would change. Definitely some things that didn't quite make sense. Um, interesting take on time travel
1: mm-hmm.
0: don't know if it's the best version I've ever seen uh, <laughs> but uh, you know it's, it's a way to do it I suppose um, but yeah so it was, it was something um, I definitely really liked a few of the surprises that we had especially like the very last surprise that you get that was actually really cool for me so yeah um, definitely a lot of good a lot of good stuff there but like overall I don't think I'll ever watch the movie again I don't regret my ticket price but yeah I don't um, I'll never watch it again (laughs) so that's just what it is entertaining just enough for a night out you know.
1: yeah and it bombed (laughs) it bombed even worse than.
0: uh, oh the scores were were terrible
1: no the the money money Elemental made more money than The Flash and it's the lowest money that they've ever made on a movie in Pixar but it still beat out The Flash dang yeah, it was like an extreme box office bomb. Damn, that's crazy. But also
0: yeah. not super surprising, that, you know.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I think you have a lot of things going against that movie. Yeah, First of all, have. you don't you don't tell everyone that you're going to reboot an entire universe and then release a movie.
0: Yeah. Dealing Nobody Dealing cares. with the
1: previous universe, yeah. Yeah, so, and then and then all the problems they had Ezra with Miller. Uh, Ezra Miller yeah. and, and all that stuff, and then also that the movie was supposed to be out forever ago, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a colossal mess. Yeah, exactly. But, um... If anyone on the recording, just so you know, can hear my fan, I apologize, I don't know why, but my computer is on fuego. Um, yeah, so it's coming, coming through hard today, but I'll, I'll see if blockers. I can wash it off a bit, um... Yeah, Post. my CPU is running at like ninety degrees C right now. and I don't know why, because there's literally nothing on. Huh. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, anyways, that was
0: the Flash uh, Secret Invasion. You you gave that one to watch.
1: Yeah, I did get a chance to see Secret Invasion. It was uh, it was really good. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't say really good. I would say it was good, and um. I can see where it's going to go, but I also didn't think it was amazing, but it was, it was in, it has the opportunity to go pretty far, I think, um, it definitely had that spy thriller, you know, type feel, you know, like you're watching like a, you know, Bond slash Born kind of thing, you know what I mean? Right. Um, There's some good fight scenes and some good intrigue, and they set the story up, so we'll see where it goes. But um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. You should watch it.
0: Okay, yeah, fair. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to give it a go so we can do something over that next week. Um, But let's move on to the news section now because we got a bunch, a bunch of gaming to go over once again. There's no way we're going to hit it all, I'm sure. But. yeah, let's go ahead and start off with uh, the news here. So, the Apple headset. We have seen a lot about this stuff over the past week. Um, what's, your, what's your take on it? Because this is uh, kind of controversial, I'd say.
1: Um, well, I think, first of all, I think people need to understand what the goal of it is, and it's not a gaming headset. Right. Um, it's not for, uh, you know, that market. It's not going to be competing with meta and whatnot. And it's also... I don't know. I, I don't really understand. I, I think it's way too expensive to make any level of impact at all. Bingo um, yeah. would be my thought at three thousand five hundred dollars. I don't think it's going to do anything, um, you know, yeah. at all. Um, I think you're going to have some pretty high end elitists that probably get it just because they have money to burn. I think they're going to give away a bunch of them for free to you know some industry giants in an attempt to kind of take videos and say oh look how cool this is These guys are using it you know what I mean
0: yeah Um, or get companies to buy it in mass for
1: right but I think I think it's going to be I mean the the idea behind it is interesting but some of it's really cringe like the whole like the picture of your eyeballs on the front screen is just like super weird yeah whenever you find out that it's
0: not actually your eyes that. Yeah, well, because you're looking weird. at screens, right? Exactly. Well,
1: the other thing is, um, it's super, like the, the use cases they showed, um, while, like, of what people were doing with it on, were just completely asinine. Mm-hmm. Like, there was literally a lady, like, sitting on a couch talking to another person, that's physically in the room in the with room. them. Yep. with the headset on, one, and yeah. there was another one where a lady was like, um, like packing a suitcase in a hotel with the right. headset on, talking to her daughter on a video conference, and I'm like, nobody is gonna do that, like, no, nobody's gonna put this thing on and like walk around their house and like cook dinner looking at a virtual recipe, like, <laughs> right. like that, that no one, no one. First of all, no one that has that kind of money to burn is going to be cooking their own food anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean, but at the same time it's just like like all the every, I, there was only one use case that made any sense and there was like like a guy in like a design studio who was like in a teleconference, but it was like all virtual and and this and that. But at the same time, like no one else in the meeting that he's in that they're showing on the screen had any um, None of them had the headsets on. Right. Right? So he's this one dude in this meeting full of people with this funky headset on his head. Um, he's walking through his studio wearing it. But nobody else in the entire shot is wearing one. So it' just... It feels very out of place in all the marketing that they set it up in because it's not like it's this ubiquitous thing that everybody's walking right, around Right, it with seems their, like, a, oh,
0: I don't want to be that guy, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah, who wants to be that nerd? And he looked like, they look like idiots, because they got this giant white, yeah, you know, set of goggles on. It'd be better, in my opinion, if it was black mm-hmm. to, to just do everything you can to not draw attention to this giant thing on your head, but... Well,
0: that, that's the thing I think that is, is odd about this whole setup, is that, um you know i i this is the main this is the main pro that i've heard is um from people that have tested it they all just say like the responsiveness of it is is crazy good the the controls uh behind it mm-hmm. feel really really just pristine in the way that they act and yeah. um so it it feels seamless so that stuff is good but at the same time like a price tag of $3500 is is insane. Whenever you have like the Quest which can do basically all of this and also play games. You know what I mean? Like they like people are saying, "Well, it's not meant to play games." And I'm like, "I know, but I'm there's also something that's, you know, a, a third or fourth of the price that does all of this and plays games. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, I think the difference there is, and I, I don't think people are catching this as much as they could be, is that you know with the Quest that needs to be connected to another computer. Like it is not a computer. It is. No, it that's is, not true. Which one?
0: The, so the Quest, the Quest, depending on what you're using for the Quest, like then you need to hook it up to a computer. But most of what you, a lot of what you can do with the Quest, you do not need to hook it up to a computer.
1: Right, but you can like go play Skyrim, th- you know, full three D immersive VR without it plugged into a computer.
0: Yeah, I actually think Skyrim is one of the ones that you can play without the computer. Mm. Oh, the Quest Two, you don't oh, even the need Quest the computer. Two. Well, no, yeah. my my Quest, for instance, I don't need to. There's only specific games that I need to be tethered mm. to a computer okay. for. The Quest Two, I guess you don't even
1: need a computer. So I'm I'm fully disconnected from the. VR I, I I don't. Because I, blame I think you for there's that. literally no. Yeah, we're a no long way value off. to it to having value, and I think it, yeah. I think that I think that Meta killed VR forever. I don't and think it killed for, VR for but probably it, the next twenty years. I, I think it delayed it. Because yeah. the the what they did with those headsets with what Oculus what little ground Oculus had gained, I think they beat the shit out of it and turned it into a piece of shit. Well, I and I think... raised the price and blew it and, and refocused it towards things that don't matter. I think everyone you know I mean? lost faith in it.
0: after. Like, They're like, okay, if, if Meta focused on this and put in that much money and then came up with literally nothing and then people trust it even less than they did before then or have even less faith in it, especially as something that we're going to use in the future than before, then yeah, it, I think it definitely delayed it. But there is some really amazing stuff that can come out of VR in the future whenever we can utilize it appropriately. But it's just we're not there yet. Like where there are a lot of great games on VR, right? But there's a lot of huge issues with them still that you have to look past. So, like, there's there's uses for it and I, I think that a lot there's a lot of a lot more utility uses for it. So I don't necessarily disagree with the AR stuff that you can use in the in um the Apple vision, but I just think that it in no way justifies a price tag that big. If these things were like you know even $500 I would say there would be a there would be a pretty big market for this but $3,500 absolutely not no way like it just does not bring that much utility like especially given the other options for a fraction of the price so I just don't really understand what they were thinking there I'm, I'm hoping that they know that they actually won't sell any of them and this is more of a jumping-off point and with each new version, that, that that's exactly what Duckman just said. Yeah, it might, might just be a, a test phase price. And I agree. I think that could be the only logical explanation for this. Because I, I just, no one's going to pay that for such little utility behind it. And you can't play games on it. Or like, you know, yeah. really meant for games. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll, we'll see whenever it comes out and how it sells. But um, I think we can both agree that no one is really impressed with the AR and VR space right now not it's certainly not enough to justify that price tag yeah um all right well, let's go ahead and move on to the uh next thing here amazon prime gaming prime day freebies start now so they, mm-hmm. they're giving away a couple of free games um
1: well yeah they're always giving away free games but it looks like they're going to be giving away some, some better some games stuff yeah Yeah, so they're giving away a ton of stuff for Prime Day, and they're starting that now. So Prey is available now for free, and they also, like, teased out, like, um, Star Wars Force Unleashed, Shovel Knight, uh, Baldur's Gate 2, um, and then a bunch of Battle Pass stuff and and free things for Diablo 4, Pokemon Go, and Overwatch 2. So, um, anyway, go get your free copy of Prey. There you
0: go. little PSA yeah. for everyone mm-hmm. um, well we can just go ahead and skip right on to the next thing then Microsoft admits it has been losing the console war since 2001 I feel like this wasn't a shock to me like
1: uh, well no it's it's not I don't think it's a shock to anybody mm-hmm. I think it's like the fact that they just like came out straight up and basically said it is like listen like you know you know they're trying to get the FTC to approve this purchase and they're like listen like, like we're behind on so yeah our client our console market share is nothing to is not going to make a dent in PlayStation 5 and we're so far behind that you know a couple of games being exclusive isn't going to you know you know ruin PlayStation and then and this is what i don't understand so in response to everything that's going on PlayStation now has announced that if Microsoft buys Activision that Sony will not give them access to the PlayStation Six to build their games for ahead of the game, you know, uh, you know, early access to the PlayStation six. So wow. they're pissed off that Microsoft might make a game exclusive, so they're gonna push them into making it exclusive and let them go, "Well, you didn't give me access to the hardware, so no, we didn't develop it for your system. Go fuck yourself." Right. So to me, that that's that's like a to me, like, if I was one of these guys looking this, I would go, well, you just put your foot in your mouth, Sony, because you're bitching that you want access to this game, but now you're saying you're not going to give them what they need to make the game for you, so do you really want this game approved?
0: Or, or was it just a leverage piece, yeah?
1: Yeah, it's just, it's so stupid, like, where this is going, um, and, and like, the back and forth just is starting to not make sense. But, yeah, they were basically saying... Um, that all they're trying to do is to make the best software, you know, develop t- deployment platform that they can and provide value to the people who own Xboxes and PCs and you know, anything that has Game Pass on it. So. Right, right, right.
0: Well, you know, that that is what it is. Um I think that I mean I'm kind of in agreement with you, I don't know why that this thing was stopped, but you know, it is what it is. Um Next thing here, Twitch starts. Um, move, what is it? Oh, Twitch starts moved to Kick. And that's right. This thing is a, yeah. a QXC and Amaranth. They moved over already. Yeah, um,
1: QXC got like a hundred million dollar yeah, contract. Huge contract. Then, but but if you actually read it, it's not that big. It's like he got paid like thirty million, I think, to move over, and then all the rest of it is like performance metric based. So like if he gets this many viewers for this long and, and sees this many hours of, of viewership then he'll get this bonus do you know what i mean so yeah but at the same time i don't even think it's says, uh,
0: i don't even think that it was exclusive stream. right
1: because it right because it doesn't need to be because twitch has a, a a thing where if you want to be a partner you can't stream anywhere else like there's no more simulcasting on twitch like, you know how like, you used to be able to cast to on Twitch YouTube and, and YouTube at the yeah. same time? Yeah. Nope, can't do that. It's against the terms of service Twitch now. Twitch. So, so, basically, it kind of doesn't matter that there's no exclusivity, because where else are they going to stream? Right. YouTube? Like, yeah. nobody's making, you know, Buku Bucks on YouTube, except maybe a couple of people. You know, the majority of your big streamers are on Twitch, so... Um, it's all... The whole thing about it right now is becoming this like this big moral debate about kind of these big name people that that have a particular age group of user base moving from a game oriented site that has banned gambling streams to a streaming site that is owned by a gambling company mm-hmm. um, that was built in response to Twitch banning gambling, so they're looking for people to come and bring users that will then spread out into their ecosystem and, and gamble. Do you know what I mean? Right. And and QXC gambles on stream. Like, he's he's there was an article I read where it said he lost, like, a ton of money uh, gambling online, like, mm-hmm. on stream, like, thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, yeah. So... Oh, I feel like if yeah, it's age-gated, it's not that big of a problem, though. Well, you don't mean 18...
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, like, what's, like... I mean, 18, like, you can gamble at a casino.
1: You, you can, but access to a casino is limited. Well,
0: yeah, but I mean, like, you can still
1: go. Like, I mean, I don't think... Well, yeah, you can... I mean, like, if I wanted to go to, a, like, a real casino,
0: uh huh.
1: right? Like, a real-deal casino. Right. Mo- most of the states in the United States, you're going to have to fly somewhere to do that. Yeah, but I feel so, like
0: just geological, like, or geographic barriers... Shouldn't be like the thing that makes it okay all of a sudden. Like I,
1: I think it's I think if it's you live more right next of, to a
0: casino, then what's the difference?
1: You well, know? yeah, but I think it's also a statement of like it's this it's the exact same argument of um, you know loot crates in gaming. You have people that are going there for one thing, but you're kind of passively pushing this other thing that's that is known to be extremely addictive, mm-hmm. right? and and very difficult to break and you've seen people lose everything to it but you're teaching these people that it's okay to do it right you're 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 training young people to want the the high of winning in a loot box in a random environment do you then put that on a service that allows gambling and you you start to see those people migrate over right so I think the bigger argument isn't necessarily that it is a gambling site, it's that it's hidden very well. Like nowhere does kick say straight up like we're a gambling site. We're owned by they're masking it, right? They're masking mm-hmm. the identity of the site with a name that has nothing to do with gambling, with promotional material that has nothing to do with gam you know what I mean? Like it's it's doing all these things. So like who cares if the they're scenes.
0: if they're if they're backed by a gambling place that doesn't push The gambling.
1: Well, they are pushing the gambling. or doesn't, you know,
0: overtly push gambling. Then, because you said, like, the promotional stuff that they do is not gambling based and everything. Right, but that's what
1: everybody's saying is they're luring everybody there, Uh right, with with false promises, and then they're going to kind of unleash this gambling shit on everybody. I I, I say, if
0: it's legal, if if it's legal, as long as they're not like, if they age gate it, as long as they age gate it, I don't, I don't. See that age well, issue. Well the
1: site right now isn't age gated. Well, so you can then go watch Amaranth. Good. That's not good. Yeah.
0: Like so that's why I asked like my very first question was is it, you know, are they age gating? Like is
1: Not any more than Twitch or YouTube is.
0: So like, I mean is there if you are below this age you cannot view this content? Like that's I
1: I don't I don't know that specifically okay. so I don't want to get that deep into it because I I think the moral debate is whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'd rather get into like gaming stuff, but I just Fair. thought it was it's, it's something that's active in the community, right. so I just thought we should bring it up.
0: Well, I did see the... Um, like we, had, we had talked about this a little bit behind the scenes, but the, um, the kick, I guess, was where I saw that advertisement for like if you, they have some kind of creator program. Now, I don't know if this is fully fleshed out or if this was just something that they want to do, but I did see an article talking about how this was what their plan was, was that they were going to have a new creator business where you any kind of new creator that comes in that signs up with them will be making 15 16 dollars an hour even if you have no one watching you like it, as long as you're actively streaming um you will be paid 16 bucks an hour for that i mean i think that's mm-hmm. i think that's fantastic maybe for people to start off with i mean you're getting paid by the hour at a higher rate than most you know beginner jobs in america so i would say uh you know, not not bad. If they're if they're doing stuff like that, I, I think that that's a, a good thing. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and move on to the gaming stuff, though. Um, King Arthur Legends Rise mobile game open beta is the 29th. You were talking to me about this the other day. You've seen some gameplay. Looks like it is shaping up to be a biggie, right?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's. Kabam, so we'll we'll see like how predatory (laughs) it is. with the prices, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there's a the open beta starts on the 29th and it's no wipe. So if Mm. you start playing it now, it won't wipe when it goes, you know, global global launch. Um, And uh, I don't know the graphic. It's done in Unreal Engine Five, so and it has a it has a PC client. Like you can go to Steam right now and wish list it. Um. And uh, I mean, the graphics look freaking crazy, um, on the PC. But yeah, it's um, I don't know. I'm gonna check it out. It looks interesting. Um, always down to check out a hero collector to see if it's good.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where I, I am with it. Um, I saw some gameplay on it. it. It's looking it's looking good. Um, I didn't think there was anything too special with it. Just just from you know, it was a brief look at the gameplay. But yeah, from some pretty reliable sources, it looks like um, this thing might actually have some good legs behind it. So I'm yeah, I think
1: the big thing it, yeah. is is that um, like when you go to play it, um, like you enter a zone and then you can like you can actually run around the zone with your character and like smash stuff and like look around and like find hidden things and talk to NPCs. And then when you find the combat location, right, for the for that zone, because it's like a story-driven campaign, then you go into kind of your standard hero collector turn-based battles. Um, I think there was a thing where you can, like, hit a button and it'll auto-path you to the next, like, event. Um, but it had a little bit more of that kind of, like, exploration to it than just, like, oh, here's a map with a bunch of dots on it. Press the dot, hit the button, battle the bad guys, go to the next dot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, now whether that's whether that becomes tedious right Um, or good I guess remains to be seen I mean it was similar in Nikkei right where you wandered around the map um, you know for the campaign to get to the battles and you could find like hidden objects and stuff so Mm -hmm. it'll all depend on how big the maps are I think you know
0: right 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 yeah no, I I think it depends on a couple different things but definitely like you know as you said even like the Kabam scenario, backing it like that's—they've uh, made good ones, they've made bad ones, but typically things always run on the pricey side. And they always get a little greedy at some point, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have to see the situation there. Um, the Ubisoft showcase—that's uh, what we're going to talk about next. Didn't we talk about Outlaws actually? I feel like we did talk about Star Wars Outlaws.
1: Uh, we, yes, we did. We did. Actually, I yeah, think yeah. it was in the um, Xbox showcase as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, right. I just think they went into more gameplay stuff in the Ubisoft um, one. Maybe was what it was. Yeah, but but um, we did
0: talk about the gameplay on that, and and it looks. I mean, just you know, to summarize it, everything looks amazing there, right? Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> so we are super hyped about that. Um, mm-hmm. The game. If you haven't seen the gameplay, go take a look because. Mm, Chef's Kiss looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, Next thing, Prince of Persia. New game coming out. Um, So what do we think uh, about about this one, especially based on its predecessors?
1: It looks fucking awesome. I I mean, they went back to, like, side-scrolling platform Prince of Persia, it looks like, like in a 3D environment, like 3D world. Um, I mean, it looked... (laughs) I thought it looked awesome as someone who's played the old, you know from all the way back to the originals to, um, you know, when they were on the, was the Xbox, they had a couple of, couple of runs on there that were pretty decent. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just glad to see the series kind of come back. Um, and its true form. Yeah, always always down for a good uh, side-scrolling platform game. Do you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, Prince of Persia was one of the only side-scrollers that I played, like old-school side-scrollers that I played, because it, mm-hmm. it re-released on the Xbox at one point. Um, right. so yeah like I, I actually really enjoyed that and I didn't really enjoy the like first person ones as much um, mm-hmm. so yeah like I, I'm definitely more interested in, in this style now that they kind of reverted it back um, Avatar <laughs> how, how, are, how are we liking the look of this one I'm personally a little avatared out right now um, I, the world mm-hmm. itself just isn't really drawing me in um, but yeah what's what's your take on it
1: yeah, um, you know, I don't know. I I mean, it looks like it could be good. Um, I mean, it, it is going to be uh, like a what a survival, you know, game or whatever. So, you know, it, it kind of remains to be seen like what you know, what they do with it that makes it unique in some way. Um, right. you know, other than being just like, "Oh, cool, it's the Avatar, it's Avatar world." You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: What's it called? Pand- Pandora, so. that's
1: right. Yeah, uh,
0: Pandora. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. Um, I think it needs to. we need to kind of see what ends up happening with it. Um, gameplay looks interesting enough, but um, yeah, we're just going to have to see how it goes. I just um, am kind of done with the world for right now. By the time this yeah, thing like... runs out, though, what, when is it supposed to be coming out? We didn't... I don't think we have a hard release date for it yet. Or
1: I don't know if I didn't. I, I you know I didn't really pay attention to the dates all that much because I know that they're not like you know tomorrow. Right. Um, so it's kind of one of those like yeah. I mean it's I think it's coming this year though.
0: Yeah, I I, I think so. Um, yeah. Graphics for it. What do you what do you think about it graphically?
1: Oh, it looked pretty good. Um, I mean, it wasn't the best looking game I've ever seen, but it did definitely wasn't trash. You know what I mean? I think they. The, the jungle environments look pretty solid um, you know I, I, we'll have to see kind of how that plays out in the actual gameplay though because sometimes it can be a little deceiving um, but yeah I, I mean I think looks wise I think it looked okay I think my son would like to play it just because he um, you know is into Pandora right now but I wouldn't let him play it because this is too much guns but uh, you know it's uh, yeah Yeah, fair enough. We'll
0: see. All right, moving on to the next one here, Assassin's Creed Mirage.
1: Yeah, we got the date for this one, and it is close.
0: So, I I gotta be honest with this one. The graphics were not up to what I thought they were gonna be. Yeah. Do you like? What's your take on that? Because I feel like I have not heard anyone complain about that but to me it looks like it looks very much like the last assassin's creed as far as graphics are concerned maybe even the one before that maybe even a step back
1: you mean like it looks like valhalla
0: yeah i think it looks like valhalla or maybe even a little bit worse
1: odyssey i yeah. mean that's fine with me i i don't care i mean those games didn't
0: look like, bad it was just like i don't think it looks yeah looks like just it's me behind. i don't
1: Nah, I think it's just. I think they're just using the same the same engine, and I don't I don't blame them because that engine looks fine. Like, like I'm at a point now personally where I'm kind of like, like the graphics don't have to get any better for me. Like, you could just keep using that engine and just give me compelling stories in that world with those great controls. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, And I'm I'm fine if you never if you don't update that graphics engine because the the animations were good, the real environments were realistic enough. The thing for me about Mirage is it looks really, really like they definitely went back to like Assassin's Creed 2 level of like uh, assassining. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like this giant open world Viking simulator or whatever. You know, it's definitely much more focused, it looks like, on the story and um, the, you know, the planning and the don't get caught and this, that and the other thing, but it still has a robust combat engine because when he did get in combat it definitely looked pretty cool. So yeah. I, I I loved Assassin's Creed, you know, one and two and even three to some extent. Um, I haven't I have Black Flag, but I just haven't had time to play it. Same thing with I have like Origins and Odyssey. So it's like it's just it's just so hard to, to for me to do the open world games, but um, I always liked that older, the, the, you know, Assassin's Creed 2 to me was probably one peak. of the best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that game was amazing. The story, the environment, I mean, everything.
0: I think everyone kind but, of agrees with you there, honestly. Um, but if they
1: can get back to that, I think, you know, that's compelling as hell, right?
0: Right. No, I mean, like, so. I definitely agree with you. Like, that that was um, peak Assassin's Creed, and I, I definitely think that this is closer to that in a gameplay sense. But, yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. Like, it, it really graphically I, I just feel like it's not improving and I feel like it definitely should be improving. I wanna play Assassin's Creed and have the same visual experience as I do in Star Wars Outlaw. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I think the idea of that is just amazing to me. Yeah. Or like, you know, what I what I got in God of War Ragnarok or something. Like, um mm-hmm. these are all, you know, on the same level of platform, so I don't know why we aren't improving it. So to me it feels a bit lazy in that regard because I feel like it's reusing the exact same system. Um, and But yeah, you know, it is what it is. As long as, I, th- I do think that the most important thing for me is story. You know, the graphics are, you know, at minimum passable, you know? Um, so yeah, we'll see yeah. how that part goes. Uh, next part though, Assassin's Creed um, VR. So we have the new VR experience. Um, it, but we only have the CGI announcement trailer for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, we don't know much about it from what I can. Yeah, from what I could tell, was I was immediately. Like, hey, skeptical. we're doing this.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just uh, the second I saw that it was all CGI, I was immediately skeptical of the of how good it was going to be or how good it probably will look because we all know VR games right off the bat do not look nearly as good. So mm-hmm. I feel like that. I feel like there's a good bit of jank in this thing that they don't want us to see quite yet. So,
1: yeah, and it, from, from the thing that I like about it, it, I mean, it's interesting. So it's called Nexus, and um, it's gonna let you play as old, you know, previous characters. So it's a three pronged story that stars Assassin's Creeds two, Ezio, Assassin's Creeds threes, Connor, and then Assassin's Creed Odysseys, Cassandra. Um, it's going to be focused more on the stealth assassination uh, gameplay in a first person's perspective. So we'll see, um, see how that goes. But yeah, that's that's cool.
0: Yeah. So, we'll, well, we'll see how that one goes. But yeah, it for sure, like I will probably end up playing it <laughs> in all honesty. So, uh-huh. um, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, but the next big thing from Assassin's Creed, we knew that all of these Assassin's Creed games were coming, but. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting to finally get some more
1: actual gameplay look at a lot of them. Yeah, I don't think we knew what systems Jade was going to be on.
0: I don't think... Yeah, I don't think we did know at the time, but um, Assassin's Creed, codename Jade, that is coming, and it is going to be for mobile.
1: Yeah, so, and it's the first... Um,
0: fully fledged. Assassin's Creed assassin game Creed where you game.
1: can uh, fully customize the appearance of your assassin. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it takes place during China's Qin Dynasty between the events of Odyssey and Origins, um, and it's going to be going into public testing phase later this month. So they didn't really specify what that meant. Um, so I don't know if it's going into like an open public testing, you know, the Taiwan, or if it's going to be like a beta test that you have to mm-hmm. sign up for. But um,
0: guess what? The we'll gameplay do. looks as good as it does on the PS Five. <laughs> there you go, but uh, yeah. So either way, super super excited about this. You and I, you know, we we love our mobile games. So um, yeah, the
1: next one I'm like super excited for, to be honest. But
0: yeah, well, oh well, yeah, that's true. I bet for you. Um, but yeah, Assassin's Creed on a mobile—that's an actual Assassin's Creed game. Hell yeah, give me some of that. So um, yeah. very very excited for that one. Next thing though, obviously you are very excited for. Um, Tom Clancy's division Resurgence. It's a mobile game. Um, and yeah, it look it's looking pretty solid. I'm not a big um, division fan, but what what about you? what's your take on it?
1: yeah, I mean, i I really like division um, from a third person shooter, live service, semi you know, open worldish right um, you know, loot, uh, grindy, game it was good and 2 was better um, I mean obviously they both had little things about them but I think from a standpoint of like you know name a good looter shooter third person that would be the one I think I would reference for almost everything um, you know so I'm interested to see how they put that on um, mobile and, and like what kind of accessibility it has and you know how it's monetized and things like that but um, you know, like I like the story even of those games, so they're fun to play through. Even if you don't play, you know, the post game of like running around like an idiot trying to get your gear better, you know, just playing through the storyline. There's some good, co- there's some good battles to be had, and you know, all was was good, good game.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, the graphics for this one, sorry, I'm always just talking for graphics. They look a, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit chunky. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it, the gameplay itself though looks solid, so that's I, especially for a game like this. That's what's most important. Um, especially you need like some fluidity, and so mm-hmm. this this definitely seems like it seems like it has that. So um, curious mm-hmm. to see what will happen there. So we'll keep our ears to the ground for it. Um, moving on, PlayStation Showcase. So first things first, Metal Gear Snake Eater remake is announced. Mm-hmm. Did you play the Metal Gear franchise or no?
1: I I played it back in the day, but I don't think I really played it this far in. Um, mm-hmm. I think... So you, you know, don't, you like, don't know where, played... where
0: they are currently in the, the timeline of things? No.
1: No, okay. I think um, 2 was, I think, the last one that I played, I want to say. Sons of Liberty.
0: Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Well, yeah i am very interested to see you know exactly how good it looks and how fluid it is but
1: yeah the graphics look friggin' sweet Um, yeah
0: it actually looks almost too good compared to what it was so yeah
1: we haven't seen anything moving because we've only kind of seen these screenshots right so um it was kind of like hey it's coming and here's some screenshots like we'll talk more about it later but you know nice teas solid teas um they, with it they announced you know the Master Collection Volume 1 which has Metal Gear Solid, Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Metal Gear uh, Solid 3, Snake Eater you know the original games are coming um, you know to Playstation uh, 5 later this fall and then there's no date or any expectation as to when the remake is coming out so
0: right no, that's very true um, well this next announcement though uh, Spider-Man 2 we got some gameplay mm-hmm. of that, and it looks like we're going to be uh, putting on the Venom suit this time.
1: Yeah, too. The game looks... I mean, it looks good, dude. I, it looks like they've done some work on that graphics engine, too. Um,
0: yeah, it looks pretty good. Doesn't It look, doesn't look the best. Like I actually expected it to still be better, but maybe... I don't know. Maybe I'm expecting more out of games. I, I don't know, but um, definitely looks good, but the the gameplay, like the, the combat and the gameplay looks very fluid, which is super important whenever you're dealing with venom so, um definitely yeah, like
1: all the like tendrils and it, pick up all the bad guys, exactly
0: because that would get really wonky really quick if you didn't do it right, so um, yeah, I'm glad that that it looks as good as it does, we actually got to see the gameplay of it so we could back that up
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it's got Kraven in it, um yep which i guess makes sense since there's a Craven movie coming so why not was it a movie or it in? Seri-
0: no that's right it was a
1: movie It was yeah. a movie
0: yeah so um, it's
1: you know morbin it's like morbin time yeah exactly it'll probably be as good as morbin time as well yeah i don't have high hopes for it but we'll see
0: well yeah so we have mm-hmm. that and then um playstation hand- handheld awesome, streaming though. only announced
1: yeah this is this one was weird for me, um, you know, PlayStation. Like I remember, w- like I was watching some f- like some discords where people were talking about this stuff as it was going on. I was like, oh my god, a PlayStation handheld! And then everyone was like, oh, but it's only streaming. It's like, why would I buy that?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Weird like,
1: weird. yeah. Well, I mean, especially because you know it's not going to be cheap, uh-huh. and um, you know a Steam Deck can stream playstation i know drew does that a lot so it's like if that thing's like 400 bucks you know what i mean like why would i not spend 30 dollars more and just get a steam deck that can actually play games and stream my playstation 3 4 5 right yeah that that's what i don't i don't understand like and 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 to be fair like i still have my og psp and that thing is was the psp was so far ahead of its time yeah like as far as like what they pulled off in that handheld and to this day people still swear by that damn thing and and it can emulate tons of systems um you know retro systems and and some people before like these you know before all these retro handhelds that you can buy from china for you know like 50 to 100 bucks came out like it was the definition of uh, the best handheld you know emulator system you could buy um right so to me I think you know with the Steam Deck doing so well and then the um the was it the Asus one that's coming out I can't remember the name oh the Ally is it called the Ally yeah yeah with the Asus one coming out and all the hype behind it and how well the Steam Deck's doing it seems kind of like everything else Sony does when it comes to trying to innovate it seems like they're just not fully committed to it you know like right game pass versus playstation plus now i will say that playstation plus has gotten a little bit better um you know what i mean uh but i i think this is kind of on par with that where it's like okay it looks cool it's using good tech it's got a great screen but it doesn't do anything you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so
0: no, I, well. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely with you on that one it just seems yeah, like if it was
1: 150 cool. bucks
0: yeah, that's the thing. I think they're going to have to drop the price point to make it a viable yeah. option. So,
1: yeah. Well, so, that's, I think we will have to see. I don't think, did they announce the actual price of it? I don't think they did. No, I don't think they did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was my thoughts on um, on that one. All right.
0: Um, well, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing here Alan Wake 2 gameplay ahead of October 17th release. Um, gameplay on this thing looks sick, honestly. Mm-hmm. The graphics. Look fantastic, it looks creepy, spooky, intense, you know, you got all those things going on for a classic horror game, um, yeah, I think this one, like, kind of slams dunk, slam dunks what it's trying to do.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, I think, um, I mean, Alan Wake is awesome, so, like, give it to me, I'm, <laughs> I'm down, like... I remember when the first one came out. I was like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" Um, I mean, it came out kind of in the heyday of survival horror, um, you know, games, and uh, it was a solid entry in that market. And um, so, hopefully, that has the same quality of story. Um, but yeah, like you said, like the graphics look good, uh, the gameplay that they showed looked pretty solid, um, and we'll get it. This, you know, just in time for Halloween, October seventeenth. Um, so that'll be sweet.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, Looking good. <laughs>
1: well,
0: this next one that we have, this one was a bit of a surprise. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So we have Marathon by mm-hmm. Bungie. So they had their announcement for that. What is your take on this game? Because this one's a bit of a mystery.
1: Well, so Marathon was a shooter that Bungie originally released on the Mac in 1992. No way, um, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is an entry in the new Marathon series. So it is the second game that is in that world. Wow, I had no idea. It's not a direct sequel but it belongs in the same universe, they said. Um, So it's kind of a deep cut (laughs) Um, but it's also going to be PvP focused instead of single player. So um, there will be no single player campaign at all. It will only be, you know, multiplayer battles. Um... I mean I thought the the trailer looked cool. Um the in the world that is Marathon is pretty unique in its design um of like the way like the characters look and stuff and I, it it looks like it's looks like it'll be interesting. Um yeah, I don't know. Uh you know Bungie has a good um what's it called? They have really good gun gunplay development from Destiny and stuff. So I think you know it'd be nice to see them do it in a non-looter shooter right Mm -hmm. this also gets them outside of halo so that they don't they're not beholden to any of the things that people expect a halo to be you know what i mean so i think um i think that's good for them you know what i mean To, to do their next shooter in a in a new in a world that people aren't familiar with what do you think yeah
0: i would agree um you know, it, I can't... I don't have much to go off of, right? Because I didn't even know that it was a game before. Yeah. But, um, you know, and the uh, the teaser trailer that we have here, like, it doesn't really give you much. Mm-hmm. Um, just a whole bunch of different, you know, images and or little clips of, you know, things dealing with the world. But from what I can tell, it's kind of like this, uh, you know, hyper-futuristic, really colorful, you know almost apocalyptic kind of game yeah I, I don't know yeah so it's very very odd everyone looks like robots or something so yeah um, looks weird but in a really cool way so I'm definitely interested to to figure out more about it um, looks just interesting so mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: definitely want to see some gameplay next I think
1: um, yeah
0: yeah but let's go ahead and uh, talk about the next thing here so Uh, Foam Stars Splatoon like coming from Square Enix?
1: Yeah, so they've got a game called Foam Stars which looks surprisingly a lot like Splatoon. Right, like how Um, are they
0: going to get away? I'm surprised that they would try to do something that similar. Well, it's
1: Foam pharaoh it's not paint so it's totally different (laughs) you know they're humans they're not little ink people so it's totally different dude right i i just i think you know from a standpoint i think splatoon has some good ip but i don't think they can like just like any other shooter i don't think they can corner the market on um you know capture and hold so yeah exactly. we'll see how it how it goes i mean I'm not mad at having more games like this that don't involve like blowing people up, right? So like kids can, you know, play, play it, have some fun. It it's, like, yeah. it's like being with squirt guns, right? So um, yeah, I think that's cool.
0: Okay. Um, well, the next game that we have on the list here, Ghost Runner Two. Um, we got the reveal trailer for that from the mm-hmm. PlayStation Showcase. What do you think about this one? This one looks. This one looks good very fast paced look but
1: well ghost runner i haven't gotten a chance to play yet it's on my list because i think it would be really fun to play on the steam deck but um ghost runner um did really well and it's like this really like high intensity high speed you know platformer and this just looks like they're going to the next level with it so um there's some vehicular combat in it this time high speeds on motorcycle um so yeah, it, I mean it looks cool. We don't we don't know a ton about it other than what they showed in this, you know, minute long trailer. So um it'll be good to see uh as it develops here. Uh, supposedly it's gonna come out this year though, so um probably towards the end I guess for holidays.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking so. Um but yeah, it just looks super high intensity, so I I, I think it'll be I don't think I'll actually play it, but um I don't know if it gets like really good reviews. I'll probably give it a shot, but a high yeah. like super high intensity games like that usually they throw me throw me for a loop. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah um, This next sure. one though, Phantom Blade Zero, we got the announcement trailer for that. Um, I have to say the everything that I'm seeing, I'm liking. It looks like this mm-hmm. kind of very dark. Um, how would you describe it? Like you know, Chinese martial arts kind of steampunk vibe to it right? yeah
1: phantom world Chinese kung fu steampunk uh yeah I mean yeah, <laughs> I mean you had me at kung fu steampunk <laughs> like <laughs> right you know, and any one uh, of those
0: are good enough on their own so yeah, the combination like, is
1: amazing in the trailer they show him fighting like that traditional like Chinese like dragon that you know would be in the parade with the like kind of right. dog like face um You know, with lanterns all around him and stuff and your dude's got the sword and he's you know, it just I don't know. I'm a sucker for that kind of like, you know, Asian kung fu samurai, you know, uh style stuff. So always something that I've enjoyed. So yep, ready to definitely ready to check that. The
0: combat looks amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, a, it's a
1: you know hack and slash RPG, you know ARPG style
0: in a way um, that almost looks like. How do you do that? You know what I mean. Like, it, it seems mm-hmm. like it's so uh, intricate. You know what I mean. So, yeah. like, I couldn't like playing it on a console. I feel like it would be almost odd. But I'm not sure. But either way, it looks it looks really really good. Like yeah, so good yeah, no, that like I said, no it's release very date or window
1: either. So who knows? When yeah, I think the hell it's gonna. It's gonna I, think I would like, guess that's a 2024.
0: I think this is I like a think. black Wu or was it dark Wukong or black Wukong scenario.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so it's gonna take quite a while. But yeah, either way, looks very good. So I'm I'm super interested in it.
1: So, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, good good stuff. Um, so the next one that we have here uh fair games right what was your what was your thought on on this one for the cgi reveal
1: yeah i mean cool cool. cgi reveal i mean the you know the trailer was fun um the idea behind the game sounds fun um you know co-op um sorry competitive heist uh experience you know um Mm -hmm. you know of stealing from the ultra rich, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, no release window, obviously. Um, sci-fi bend to it. Um, yeah, it looks looks like it could be cool.
0: Yeah, it's different. I like the fact that they're kind of going on this different, you know, thing than just the the typical, you know, group shooter. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, <laughs> blow everybody, blow up all the bad guys. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I like. That's like where innovation, I think, is nice. It's like, take something familiar, a competitive, objective-based game, and then put it in an environment that you're not used to seeing. So that makes it unique in that environment. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, so very interesting. I'm, I'm definitely going to be watching this one as it comes out. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Next one, Final Fantasy sixteen launch.
1: Yeah, so they showed it at the Stoat Showcase, and now it is out, as of, I think, what, two days ago? Yep. Now, uh, did you get it?
0: No, I've never been a big Final Fantasy guy, remember?
1: Sure. I remember, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, only well, well, you, you I told
0: mean, me which one to start off on, but I haven't I haven't even got that one yet.
1: What so. did I tell you, six? Mm-hmm. Six. Yes, that is the best one. <laughs> I mean, might as well start with the best, but... Um, This one is like the full-blown departure from everything that made a Final Fantasy game a Final Fantasy game. So it's Mm. like a full-blown ARPG game. Um, No control over your party members, from what I've read. Um, I don't have a PS5, so I can't even check it out. Um, But, um, yeah, because, you know, console exclusives are bad, right? Says Sony, (laughs) but here's Final Fantasy Sixteen, the console exclusive. Um you know, uh Yeah, so I don't know. Everything I've read, I, I've read there's like two there's like two camps, right, from what I can tell after this has been released and in people's hands is there's the, the people that love it and are really like it and are like, well just get rid of all the RPG and just give me the hack and slash part of the game, right, with the story. Um and then there's the people that are like, Yeah, that's cool. And, and, and you can have that, but I still want my turn-based, my ATB, active time battle, like turn-based, you know, yeah. Final Fantasy RPG. And, and for me, like, I'm that guy, right? I want that. Um, but I also think, like, the thing I think people are looking at this wrong with, and I think even Square is looking at it wrong, is you can have both. Like this, Final Fantasy can be an action RPG, and then they could release another Final Fantasy in a couple years that is an ATB Final Fantasy. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. it does. You don't have to be beholden to one or the other. You can let the story of the game and the style of the game and and what you want to accomplish in the game dictate the combat system. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I think that would that will lend to more. Like one variety in what they're putting out, and two, um, the ability to 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 match the the flow and the kind of the speed of the game with the storyline, right? Because right. by default, like a real time action kind of hack and slashy combat system feels much faster paced. Mm-hmm. Faster pace, you know. So, I don't know. The graphics look amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, I, don't, I haven't I don't heard
0: the graphics look amazing, but they're yeah. they're you know not not that bad.
1: From um, I mean, I haven't heard anybody say wow, the game is like a pile of garbage that doesn't play well. I just hear mm-hmm. it's mostly people saying like, well, I wish it had more. I wish it had less, you know what I mean. Like it, it's kind of like that that thing, right? And and you got the newer kids going, you know, players going, well, you old fuddy duddies, get off your turn based high horse, and you've got the you know the old school gamers going, "Well, stop ruining my my favorite series." You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. um, and I keep saying, "Well, hey, at least we still got Dragon Quest." You know what I mean? Because um, <laughs> right. they've got a new game coming out, and I, I know that one will stay turn-based because it's huge in Japan, and that's what Japan wants. So, right? Um, yeah, I think that's uh, yeah. I mean, it's doing well. It's being well reviewed. Um, so yeah, I'm that, sure it'll that is be true. successful.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely no doubt that it'll be successful. It's got
1: to be better than fifteen.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was lots of issues there. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. All right, well that pretty much wraps it up for the PlayStation uh, showcase. Uh, I don't think we're actually gonna be able to get to Nintendo Direct today. We're gonna, no. No. We want to
1: power through it. We can't.
0: We can't. Unfortunately. Um, oh, no, you gotta go. Yeah. I mean, fine. I know. Um, we actually cruised through a lot of it though, so.
1: Yeah, well we did, we, we got in deep on some of the news stuff and the movies and stuff, but yeah. yeah. So next episode we will do Nintendo Direct and of course any other fun stuff that comes comes our way from that um, yeah. over the next week.
0: That's right. So yeah, thank you all very much for listening. We really, really appreciate it, especially our patrons and, and those of you that stuck around to listen live. Uh, it's always amazing to have you guys here. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, mugging. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next time. See ya.
1: Peace.